I think about that scene from Tenacious D way too much. When Andy Dufresne is that haggard old man. Yeah. And he says, let's go to the Rock and Roll <laughs> History Museum. <laughs> the History Museum. Yeah, he's crazy. How's the soup, Chris? It's good soup. How's good the tea, soup. Chris? Good soup. Good tea. Good tea. <laughs> you can get my warm fluids in. I got my laptop out. I got my notepad here. Justin's ready. Right. He's in wow. work mode. You got things to say. There's so you heard things written here. <laughs> you heard, you heard there, may, there may be a man down and you went full force. That's right. <laughs> gotta make up. <laughs> yeah, you're you're making up for an extra man. That's right. Well, gotta respect that. He even wore the Ronaldo jersey because he knew. He had, to, he had to perform today. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get real weird with it. Oh, I'll kill myself if Portugal doesn't win. I'm doing the best at this. I think I'm a special one. People don't even know what a Portuguese is. Just give it to the Portuguese guy and he puts it in the incinerator. Football. Welcome to the <laughs> Portugal Corner. <laughs> Let's talk about soccer. Let's get it, dude. <laughs> Let's talk about. It. Let it breathe. There, I was waiting. I was waiting for something crazy was gonna happen again. That's so, right. That's if so in case someone else wants to jump in there, right? <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, you know, living. Yeah. You're alive. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, welcome. It's uh, week 55 of the Portugal Corner. Week 55. 55. Legendary. For week 55, our player feature is Paulo B. Number 55. Yeah. Benfica, Paulo Bernardo. Yeah, 20, mm. 20 years old, born in 2002. Jesus Christ. And finally getting his chance uh, every now and again to start uh, for the main team now that we're in third place and, you know, all the. And, more, I think it's, you know, hey, all the other teams are doing it and finding success, and Benfica's like, well, once we got rid of George Jesus, they're like, well, we should try it too. We got some good kids yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Wait Take a minute. That's Paulo B? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. That looks like Jean Felix. Yeah, oh, he's I got the flow. They have yeah. the same haircut, yeah. yeah. Jean Felix gotta do something about his hair. Why? Oh, I looks don't good. like it. It's the cool. style. Gotta change it up. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where it's like that lady that they're like, oh man, someone's gotta tell her to change her hair. And they're like, Kramer, tell Kramer to do it. <laughs> no. What do you want him to have? Like a Luis Figo spiked up look? I don't know. Just something else. How Cloth? About, how about a mullet? Yeah, how about a mullet? Yeah, get the mullet. I don't know. The Yeah, whatever it is now, it just looks stupid. It's working for him right now. You, so you don't like Paulo B's hair? Yeah. Eh, his is okay. He looks like Biebs, like old Justin Bieber. Yeah, it's a Justin Bieber thing. Yeah, that's... I think and that's we're not in Portugal, beef. so, like, we don't know what the style is for the Portuguese yeah. kids. Maybe this is it. This is this is the look to have. I used to have hair like that. Hey, if it's working, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, and how enough. about his play, guys? How about how this guy performs on the field? He plays well. He, he plays kicks the ball, and he kicks it to the other players. They get the ball, and then... Sometimes they give it back to him. Sometimes okay. they do something else. Stop. <laughs> Expert analysis. Um, I, at Make, first, I thought he was a little clunky on the ball, but the more I watch him play, I could see his, his smoothness coming out, his comfortability on the ball. Tighten it up. How silky, long, silky smooth. How long do you think before he gets like a, a full national team call-up? Like two years? He's got to be really good for the next two years. I don't think he'll probably not get called up until he's out of those under-21 teams. Like yeah. They'll yeah. still keep using him on the under-21s until... He's 22, 23. Till he so. graduates. He's big two years away from being two years away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, yeah. Shout out Paulo B. You guys got anything else on him? It's from Almada, Portugal. Just that we wish him continued success over here at this end of the table. Don't we have a second? Henrique Gomez. Well, he just did something crazy on the weekend, and we saw he was 55. Yep, he scored. So a, we have to mention him. He scored a great goal for uh, Gil Vicente against Braga. And, yeah, we were watching the highlights. We're like, damn, this guy's also number 55. And he's from Barcelos. Love that. The guy's, oh. the guy's from Barcelos, and he plays on Gil Vicente. And he's a left back, apparently. He's a hometown boy. Scoring bangers. That must have been a massive game for him against, uh, well, not his old club, but his old youth club. Looks like he spent some time in Braga as a, oh, as a yeah. youth. Yeah. Hometown boy. But what a goal and what a win for them. Hey, maybe we'll bring him. We're low on left backs on the national team. But uh, anyways, thank you for joining us at the Portugal Corner. I'm Evan. Patrick. Justin. I'm Lupe. <laughs> <laughs> Fiasco? Oh. 
No, I'm Chris. Okay. Chris is a little ill this week, uh, feeling a little under the weather. He's got his tea instead of the normal wine, but what he doesn't know is I spiked it while he was <laughs> out oh, of the shit. room. No. Oh, shit. And is that what I'm feeling? <laughs> With Edgar Dent. And then he was also uh, coming off a, a big show this weekend, so... We should shut that out. We all went yep. uh, this weekend to the horseshoe. And it was fun. It was nice, to, nice uh, to be out in Mosh again. Yeah, it was a good time. Thanks for coming out, guys. Got very, very, very drunk. And Sunday was very rough watching soccer. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the pod. If this is your first time, what we do is run through all the top leagues in Europe, talk about performances of all the Portuguese players, the good, the bad, the ugly. This week, we start with the Champions League. Um, so Bayern played Salzburg and that was a one, one draw going in and seven, one there. There's ever any time to brag about your boy. It's now Lewandowski. <laughs> go for it. Hat trick, 23 minutes. You guys still think Brazilian and all those better. He's making us eat our words. What can we say? <laughs> yeah. No, he's still better, man. No, he's not. I think it's Kareem diff- is better. It was a different, different game. Yeah. Kareem's getting up there. Uh, on that note, man, PSG almost about to uh, eliminate Real Madrid, and then Kareem Kareem gets three goals with the help of Luka Modric. Uh, he had a great game. PSG is once again not able to make any significant progress in the in the Champions League. Woo! You know what they say, right? The Kareem rises to the top. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That it does. Also, Liverpool lose to Inter 1-0, but they go through on aggregate 2-1. Who was it? Alexei Sanchez scored a goal. Did he also yep. get a red? Yep. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's true. That mad Chilean. Uh, and then Sporting tie uh, Manchester City 0-0. Surprisingly, they cannot overturn that 5-0 goal deficit. Oh, man. They tried. Yeah. Dis- moral victory. <laughs> yeah, moral, moral victory. Good 0-0. Moral victory. They got 0-0 up in, uh, up in Manchester, right? Yeah. Pep well, put out uh, not the greatest lineup. That was definitely their B team, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> couple couple big names, but for the most part, they were not the first line. Yep. And I, wait, I don't think we can move away from this uh, part yet without talking a little bit about that big game of the week, uh, PSG versus Real Madrid. We watched and just really impressed by what Kareem Benzema was able to do almost single-handedly. Yeah. I mean, him and Modric. Modric was also running stuff. But the capitulation, especially on the defensive end for PSG, was very fun to watch. And then obviously the coming off his record, was it seventh Ballon d'Or? Oh, uh, Messi. Messi really yeah. didn't do anything. Nope. And Bappe was the one carrying him. Bappe also Good did this one of the sickest moves I've ever seen on the offside goal. He like faked it like he was gonna kick it, and then overstepped the ball, and then it let it roll a little further, and then just put it past the goalie. It was really, yeah, really yeah, dirty. Yeah, it's a sick move. Uh, but uh, it didn't count because he was offside. And then you just thought at the end of that first half that PSG was just gonna smoke him because like it didn't look yeah. like Real Madrid had anything for them, like had any counter. And the second half comes out, and you know, and Nuno Mendes is part of it is part of that mm-hmm. sort of like um, he's a little culpable. Yeah, he's a little culpable. Ryan reminded me a little bit of that Portugal game uh, against Serbia, where it's like, is this game just too big for him? Like, because he had a disaster of a game that time too, right? Oh, you're saying he's got the nerves. I'm. I don't know what it is. He's got the jitters, mm. but maybe he's just not Guilty. that strong defensively. Yeah, that he can lock people down. He's more of an attacking guy. I def- like. I want to give a lot of credit to uh, Vinny Jr. That guy was just like speeding up. The, like he was carrying the ball up the field mm-hmm. like every time. Mm-hmm. Even today they played and both of them on fire. I think Vinny scored and Benzema got two. And man, there are two players that I've like never. I was really excited about Benzema when he moved. Like when he was at Lyon when he was like really young. And I don't know. He went to Madrid and he's kind of always second banana to Ronaldo because they went around the same time. And he just like never kind of was able to rise up. But man, he is he's doing it now. And I got to give him credit. I was like really against him for a bit because there are a lot of dark years in his career. But um, yeah, he's just fucking proving it on the field. I still don't think he's like Ballon d'Or class. A lot of like Madrid heads are like, you know, this guy should win the Ballon d'Or. In retrospect, Though Ronaldo wouldn't have had as many goals if it wasn't for Benzema, because he's also Benzema's a really good passer. Yeah, so he supplied Ronaldo a lot. Yeah, and, they worked they worked in tandem. And I think that they were all on the same page of like Kareem Benzema was not that selfish kind of striker. Was he was like, like I want to win, I want to help the team, and we're all we all want to pass it to Ronaldo. Yeah. So that's the game plan. So Ronaldo's getting fifty goals a season, right? And now he's put in the work and he's stayed there for long enough and he's getting his moment. Put in the work, put in the hours. Yep. Pops to them and we stay hungry, we devour. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> it's great for it's great to see PSG go out like that. Yep, that's always Peace. fun. R.I.P. Bozos. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in the Europa League, battle of the Portuguese goalies. Porto lose out to Lyon in a controversial one nothing. Lucas Paqueta scores from a pass. It seemed offside. They checked it. It was fine. Yeah, just a shitty goal. Didn't look great. Uh, controversial handball not called. Didn't know what that was about. And then uh, at the end of the game, Chancela Mbemba scored a really spectacular goal for a defender, but uh, way offside at the Dragão. I saw that handball. Well, I saw most of this game. And the handball, I even tweeted about it. I was like, yes. so this is what my commentary guy said. I don't know what other people's commentary guys said. But they said, oh, they tend not to give it if the ball bounces off your body and then it hits your hand. And I'm like, but this is football. You're supposed to be able to control the ball when it hits your body. And mm-hmm. if you don't and it mistakenly hits your hand, that's because you suck at, at football and that yeah. should be a penalty. I agree. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I, don't, I don't understand why you're giving the guy an advantage for being bad. Right? I, I call horseshit. That was a really I weird like call. It. That should have been a penalty. I mean, it directly came off his body, hits his hand, and then it goes closer to him so he can continue playing, right? Yeah. So Otherwise, you, it would have lost control completely. Now you can just bounce it off of your chest and guide it with your hand yeah. wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, uh, disallowed goal from Porto, that was very exciting just because yeah. it was one of those ones where everyone goes up, it's at their home stadium, mm-hmm. the crowd's going crazy. And the then, last guy you think is going to score a goal like that. In the last minute. And yeah. then you take a look at it and you're like, ah, oh, shit. No chance. <laughs> no chance at all. No chancel. No chancel. Uh, despite a fantastic performance from Jelson Martins, Braga were able to take down the Casino City 2-0 in the north of Portugal. Goals from Abel Ruiz and Vitinha. Braga holding it down. Yeah, it was a misleading scoreline a bit because... Uh, from what I saw, you tell us about it, Chris, because you saw this game. It was a lot of Monaco chances. Yeah, they had a ton of chances. <laughs> Braga looks strong, man. Yeah, yeah they're doing I could it. Put out there. I think they might win this tournament. I hope they do. <laughs> they could. Yeah, they've been yeah. in the finals before. Make it to the final against Porto. Yeah, yeah. let's run it. Run it back. Run it back. Porto and Braga facing off. We like we said, two Portuguese teams against the two French teams. We want Gotta that coefficient. Let's go. Yep. Let's that, but do that's it. as far as we want Porto to go. That's enough. Thank you for your service. <laughs> you guys can go out next round to uh, I don't know uh, some other team that's in there. They can go to the semis, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna push it. Push it real good. In the Conference League, Roma take on the Tess and walk away with one goal. End of the first half from Justin's favorite guy, Sergio Oliveira. My boy. That's my boy. You would then get two yellows and be ejected before the end of the match. That's Ooh. my boy, too. Ooh. That's also my boy. <laughs> That's uh, a Gordie Howe hat trick. what he does. Yeah. Great goal, man. He, like, fucking volleyed it out of the air. Yeah, turn, turn and spin. Yeah. You can't let your balls drop around Sergio because he'll kick them. That's He'll kick him true. into the net. <laughs> he likes to pounce. Pretty good round. Uh, I think Porto can turn it around. We yeah. gotta go to we gotta go to Leon, but man, there's shit. They lost on the weekend too. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Leon lost on the weekend. Yeah, they lost four two. So we'll see. Anyways, let's move on to the Portuguese league. A lot of action here. The weekend starts and Benfica show up against Pacheco and Vizela and the Hat Gang. Um, they tie one one. The dribble king, Adele Tarab, gets a red card in the third minute, forcing the Reds to play the entire game a man down. Vizela scores through Cassiano in the 65th, and Benfica tie the game 10 minutes later by Henrique Arujo. Yep, Arujo. And they hold on to that tie, and they look like they could have won the game, but they just had some bad luck. Benfica versus Vizela, 10 against 11, that's even, right? Yeah, really? yeah they could have <laughs> won the game. Probably would have been a blowout if they had the full team. Yeah, and it's just... Kind of, and us at home too. Adele, he's been he's been playing so well lately, mm-hmm. and then he just has a moment of madness. <laughs> if you slow that that red card down, like it looks really bad. The guy's ankle kind of bends. He's freaking out afterwards. But the guy plays the rest of the game. He's fine. But if you slow it down even more, you see that he steps on his ankle, and then he also gives him a shot in the face with his well, hand. Well, his hand, his arms are flailing. <laughs> he does the flailing arm move so that he does. He, he doesn't have good control of his extremities. <laughs> no, not He at stepped all. on the guy's ankle and punched him in the face at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a valid red. That yes. looks bad. And it looks what? bad. That's talent. <laughs> That's talent. It's hard to do, actually. Yeah. Um, the coordination that takes. So then we're down man, a man down a man. 
Uh, Darwin's still getting some chances. Rafa's having a good game. Yeah, he dribbling. did some great runs. He got one that cl- was cleared off almost on the line. And the Vizela goalkeeper has the game of his life, which happens <laughs> yep. a lot against Benfica. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, going to these games, they know they're going to have to make a lot of saves. So they're mentally prepared, kind of. Uh, Cassiano took about, yeah, about an hour to break you guys. And uh, Cassiano gets a nice volley coming in off a cross. And that guy, he scores in the big games. He scored against Porto with a really nice chip. Might have been one of the league, the uh, cup games or something, but I remember I remember him doing some damage. Yeah, it's Pacheco's man. And then a uh, new boy, Henrique Arujo. Yeah, that's it, good of him. He looked good. He had some yeah. skills. Gonzalo set him up with a straight shot. He's he's doing what we told him. Get the ball and just <laughs> fucking lace it. Yeah, man. And then we get some more chances at the end. And it's rare that you see a ten man ben, a ten man team against an eleven man team tie one one. And the 11-man team is trying to kill the game. They're, they're yeah. killing time. They're like, you know what? No more. They were all no over mas, them. No mas, no mas. Please. Stop <laughs> Dude, the we're game. scared. <laughs> stop the game. Mm-hmm. There was a moment at the end where Darwin, he like deked a couple of guys. He cut in. And Vertonghen was wide open. But uh, Darwin chose to shoot. And the goalie saved it. And people were like, why wouldn't you pass it to Vertonghen? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm fine with him taking that shot. Like, what, are you going to trust Vertonghen? Yeah. It could have been an open net, maybe. But, like, still... You're the striker. Go He's for the striker. It. Yeah. He's the striker. I want my striker to want to shoot. I mm-hmm. want my striker to want to score goals. I've right? seen him score goals like that. Like, I wanted him to shoot. I was yelling, shoot. But yeah, Benfica, they gave everything. Weigel played very well. Darwin was running his ass out there. I think every fan in the Deluge should be uh, clapping for the team after that game. Darwin makes, made some news today with that uh, great flow he had during an interview. And I don't know. Was oh, yeah, that hair looked great. Media, people were like, man, Darwin's hair is looking fine. It became what? pretty memeable. Yeah. I want to see this hair. I'm, I'll Google it right now. Google it. You guys go on without me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no man left behind, no brother. Man left behind. <laughs> coming with us. We're waiting for you to see this. Let's talk about tomorrow, which we'll play today. Yeah. What, right? Well, yeah, I guess, whenever. Maybe. Whenever you listen to the pod. The yeah. game. The next game. Because of this madness by Tarapt and they're playing the away game now, do you think that he's going to put João Mario in the midfield instead of Tarapt? Or do you think João Mario is so cooked, so done, <laughs> that... They're not going to use him anymore. Well, yeah, he hasn't been playing any games. He's not really fit for it. Mm-hmm. I think he just played to rap more. Okay. Play him again. So same lineup for you. Yeah. Same Tarap, lineup from Friday, same lineup from Champions League. Tarap wants redemption. He's angry now. He's going to step on more ankles. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants Champions League. He's a Champions League guy. Yeah. He wants that. He wants the glory. He wants more eyes on him than he just gets in Dude, Portugal. Dude, that guy wants anything. What has he won in his career? Uh, I don't know. The but streets. He, the streets. Just he won the, the streets, streets over, <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> I think... Would you change anything in the lineup? No, not really. I would just maybe put... I'm more inclined to put in Joel Mario than Tarap for that game. Since we are away and they're probably going to play a little tighter than they did before. Maybe. I uh, wouldn't hate it. It's fine. I'm thinking um, tie game penalties. That's what mm. I think is going to happen. But I hope I hope uh, we just beat him in it in regular time. Tie nil nil. So Tarapt has won the football championship in England, the second division, and then he won the Portuguese league in 2018, 2019, and then he won the Super Tasa in 2019. And that's about it. Then he won some Player of the Year stuff in 2010. But uh, yeah, he doesn't have too many trophies, so I think he'd be happy with even another Tasa. But that's not happening this year. The best is yet to come. You no, no, this is the end of Tarapta and Benfica. So maybe go out on a high note. But no matter what happens, I don't care if he takes us to the Champions League semifinals, even the finals. I think Tarapta, it's a see you later situation. Yeah. It's like a, it's like remember Tyler Bozak on the Leafs. Yeah. Flo-Zak. And he was just like he was on the team for so long, but we were like, well, this is as good as we're gonna be with Tyler Bozak. You know what we I mean? We need to move we on. We need someone else to come in. So Follow I think, me. I think that's uh, the exact same situation. Mm-hmm. And who's Phil Kessel? In this situation, it's also trapped because he also trapped, yeah. <laughs> eats a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's never eaten a hot dog in his life. Yeah, I still like Phil Kessel. Man. Uh, kebabs. Kebabs. Um, would you trade a uh, Tarap for a Nico Gaiten who's scoring for uh, Passos Ferreira? They beat Aruka one nothing. This guy's scoring two weeks in a row. No, but I'm happy for him. That's I lo- congratulations. I love, I love Nico. Yeah, it's good for him. But his time is done. Glad he's on Passos Ferreira. Yeah, he's not gonna, gonna make get a to keep up with him. <laughs> but uh, other left footed comebacks, maybe Angel Di Maria. But yep. his salary is probably way too much. Yeah. They say they, these guys all but say Rui that. But Rui Costa's president, Rui Costa's the guy who brought him in originally, wasn't it? So maybe they have some kind of relationship How did he bring him in there. originally? I thought he did. No? 
when he was a player? <laughs> he wasn't a president. Or was I think they might have played together, he, actually. I was going to say, I think they played at the same time, if anything. You got caught in 4K, buddy. Hey. Oh, I brought him in. <laughs> Who did he bring in, then? Bovista Tybisad, Petit proving how great of a socialist he is. Points for everyone. This guy's just tie, 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 and he's slowly moving up the ranks. Guimarães blow past Maritimo with the glorious stonk by Nicolas Janvier. Uh, teed up perfectly. Beautiful, beautiful stonk. Game ends one nothing. Shout out to Roshinia. Look great. He uh, deep passed some guys on the wing and, and uh, popped a shot off. And shout out to the Maritimo band that was uh, playing during the game. They're playing Rivers of Babylon at one point. And you know what? A soccer game with some live music there. It was a fun time. Sounded good, yeah. It did sound really good. And also, that's a great tune. So it's yeah, like, hey, love that tune. we're all loving it. It's, it's good for the crowd, too. And yeah. this is at the uh, Estadio dos Barreiros in uh, Funchal. Just, uh, you know, in case. <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> you looked at your notes. In case yeah. there's any stadium fans Wrote <laughs> that there. down. Yeah, in case you're it's a, a fan great, of the stadium. It's a great view you when, they, visit it? when they start the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, back to that, um, the uh, Belenge side Bovista game. Mm-hmm. At the end. We remember that save we saw by uh, the goalie of Boavista. He robbed this guy on Belenenses side, like Good. one of those ones where I know, right? <laughs> and also, yeah. I don't know if it's just the view of that Belenenses stadium, the Stadio Nacional, or Jamor, yeah, the, the Jamor, but the like big, you the big, uh, the round one. Yeah, you just see the field, and you don't see any crowd, or you just see like it's the, a parking the, lot. Yeah, the parking lot, <laughs> or the walkway into it. So I never know how many people are watching those games, and I feel like it's like thirteen. There's, maybe? <laughs> there's nobody at the B side games. Yeah, there's probably more Bovista fans. I wonder if the B side guys' moms even show up. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just their family. No, they're too disgraced that they play <laughs> on that club. Yeah, other than that, man, that stonk. I love that tee up. That's a definitely a contender stonk of the week. I like a good volley stonk. Gima range and. They were looking good. That was actually just a good game overall. Uh, really small scoreline, but fucking great turnout. Very exciting. Uh, another game that was like that. Jill Vicente, they take on Braga, and they win one nothing. Uh, stupendous strike from uh, 26-year-old Henry Gomes, who we talked about earlier. Probably build his game of the weekend. Did not disappoint. Great uh, back-and-forth chances for both teams. Samuel Lino missed a couple couple chances they could have won good uh good three goals there yeah braga scored a couple offside goals they look like they were very dangerous also to go back uh about the Rui Costa thing i have mixed up you know who, <laughs> who are you thinking of amar saviola he brought in those guys not yeah. not di maria oh argentina squad but yeah man for braga vitina just keep scoring he scored against monaco he was looking really good against Jovi Sen and close game. Big on that title, not the title race, but between them, they're like four and five. They could jump them. Mm-hmm. They could definitely jump them. That's well, what they want the to do. Let's see the chart. Let's see the chart. Ooh. We know it's called the table, but we like calling it a chart. Oh, one point. One point away from fourth place. They're both in Conference League territory right now. They'll do it. It's heating up. Today, Sporting played more dance. Uh, goals from Slimani and Paulinho. Sporting finally figured out how to use their uh, their strikers to score. And maybe it's uh, partly the good play of Marcus Edwards. Yeah, yeah, that guy in there, he's crossing balls in the box. Paulinho, I think, loves crosses. Slimani loves crosses. So He's looking good. Uh, same with Ugarte, who's uh, been playing a lot. The Uruguayan guy. I don't know where Pote and Paulinho are. They're coming off injury. Injury. I think Paulinho had a red card, but he's. I think he was able to play today, but he just didn't get the start. But these Portuguese boys at Sport Day, I don't know. They're falling out. Not a good time to do also, that. I'll still <laughs> take Paulinho on the national team for the call-ups. But yeah. I don't know if I'd take him, man. He hasn't played in like two weeks. But he knows how to play. He, he knows, knows how, how to play, play football. football. I guess he's played his whole life. He's big and strong. Yeah. That's one thing. And he's got feet. Like he actually can can like move the ball with his feet. Yeah. But does he remember how to use them? I think they should take uh, Matthias Nunes. Yeah, I would take I would take Nunes over Paulinho right now. If I had a cha- if I had a choice between one of them, I would take Nunes right now. He had a great shot in that game, almost scored, but the goalie got to it. Fair enough. Porto took on Tondela in a close game for the first hour. Porto's goal came uh, right at the edge of halftime when Taremi goes to nick the ball and then the Tondela defender whacks his ankle. Barely. He got a chunk of his ankle. I don't think I'd call a penalty for that just because, no. I don't know, just the way it looked. It looked like a flowing play. Yeah. Didn't really look like he was out to do anything. It's kind of bullshit. And t- the Taremi really sold it as he always does. He pretended to get hurt to get the penalty. Mm-hmm. I would say I wouldn't even give that a foul in the middle of the field. 
Yeah, no, I don't think I would either. So if I, if I wouldn't give it in the middle of the field, I definitely am not giving it in the box. But you can't var it in the middle of the field. Slow it down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just looked like bad timing, but no one was at fault. So I don't know. Whatever. Taremi scored the penalty, as he always does. He's good from the spot. Uh, Tondela's hopes are dashed in the 66th minute when Manu gets a red card and the Dragons follow up with goals from Galeno. Chico Conceição and Fabio Vieira. The game finishes 4-0. Galeno wins man of the match. And, man, he looks like he's fitting into Luis Diaz's shoes real well. Are they the same size? Uh, I hope so. Did Luis Diaz leave his boots behind? I, for, Is that I, what happened? Man, for good luck, he should. I think so. Well, I guess if you're going to a new team, it's like different color. Blue, one's red. You probably, want a different kind of you know, Probably sponsorship stuff. Well, yeah. nobody likes to you know put on a very fresh pair of shoes. You got to work it in a little yeah. bit, right? Break them so, too. Mm-hmm. He broke it in for him. Right, right. Broken the shoes, breaking the left wing. But yeah, man, that goal, he kind of just like snuck in. And got a nice breakaway into the middle and finished past the goalie. Chico Conceição smashed one home. Looked really nice. They were a man up and, you know, I think that was the last goal of the game. So they were just defeated mentally. Mm-hmm. Poor Tondela. But uh, he went to go for that knee slide and he fucked it up royally and mm-hmm. fell. Yeah. I've never seen that happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I've never been one. I've never tried a knee slide. The grass has to be very wet, right? Which they yeah. always are in the f- football stadiums. But I don't know. I, I think I would be scared to do one Mm -hmm. sometimes i see them and they go and then they kind of slow down yeah and then if you don't get up right away you just you topple over and you look (laughs) like an idiot i've done a knee slide on a dance floor Uh hurts your knees a lot (laughs) i would bet (laughs) hope you're wearing pants yeah oh yeah even on turf man you get turf burn real bad that should that'll like mess your knees up yeah but on wet natural grass that seems to be the place to do it but i'm saying even still because you really got to commit I feel like that kid, man, no matter what he does, he's just going to get shit on. <laughs> he's never going to be as good as his dad. I don't I'm know. sure he I could. His dad wasn't that great. Dude. Yeah, no, his dad was really, really, really good. I think he's really Fine. talented. I'm really excited to see how, how good he can be because he's Sergio's son. And I feel like the fans just hate him. Plus, he had all those moments where he, like, you know, went down in the box for penalty calls and stuff. And just he's had a, a rocky start. But I, I think he, he'll come above it. I'll tell yeah. you what. He's got time on his side. That he does. Okay, Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> so the weekend's Porto in first place with 70 points. Sporting still six points back in second. Benfica. With 58 points in third, Braga in fourth, Jill Vicente in fifth, Guima Range in sixth place. That battle for fourth and fifth is real tight, and then Guima Range is like 10 points off or nine points off Jill Vicente. They're never going to get it. Never going to get it. Yeah, Estoril kind of has fallen off a little bit, but they can still kind of, they can pass uh, Guima Range uh, mm-hmm. with the six. But since, you know, since Quaresma spoke to those fans, Gimenez has been kind of mm-hmm. doing well. They're coming up, man. That Roshinia kid, he's he's running that wing. I don't know. They still got to work on that defense. I mean, well, I guess Maritimo's in eighth place, so that's fairly tight game. What but, a goal, uh, though, in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Stonk of the week. Contender. Contender. Sure. To the fans of this show, thank you for listening. Uh, just a reminder... Uh, subscribe to the pod, give us a rating, give us a review, share it around, tell your friends, use the social media. We appreciate it. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening. And we're on the Real Fever app, Portugal Corner for Fantasy League and Portuguese League. Uh, if you're not in it now, then I don't know. <laughs> Forget <laughs> it. Forget about it. Forget about it. But we're having fun there. All right. On to England. But first, some Mourinho knowledge. Old Trafford is a phenomenal place to play football. I've been here so many times, and I always love it. That's and the most positive quote <laughs> you've picked out, out of all of them. It's probably because he always he wins there a lot. Or he has won yeah. there. He's had some really too. good moment. Guess you're about this... Uh, United, they blow by Spurs 3-2. A veteran striker, this 37-year-old guy, he scored three goals. Who is that? Who? Uh, Portuguese guy, I think. Ronaldo? (laughs) He's Portuguese? Yeah. Yeah. He fucking spanked one home, and then he got a nice little tap in, and then a header. And that was magical. Spurs equalized twice. First through a Harry Kane penalty. Uh, Alex Teals caught with a handball. And then Harry Maguire scores in his own net. You know, of course, as he does. Who else would it be? Ronaldo just kept uh, inspiring that team to keep on going and he kept scoring and scoring and he won that game. 
And there was just a point, even when they tied the game, I was like, Ronaldo's going to score again. Like, he was just on that day. You're like, it's coming. Mm-hmm. He was on a heater. Yeah. Well, he was showing off for Tom Brady in the crowd. Yeah, Tom Brady was in the crowd. <laughs> Tom and Brady watched that. He's like, I'm coming back, baby. Yeah. He, <laughs> I'm back. Ronaldo literally got Tom Brady to come out of retirement. <laughs> someone made a tweet. Someone made a tweet. Uh, so it's not my joke, but they were like, if he had went to PSG to watch Messi, he would have stayed retired. For <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm done. I can't do this. <laughs> Game was 0-0. Ronaldo, coming off of last week where he went with all the controversy, he yep. went home and everything. Everyone still doesn't know whether he was hurt or whether he gave up on his team. He's back in the fold this week, and it looked like he had something to prove. Even from the first little first few minutes, and then he has a little space, rolls it forward, and just fucking spanks it. Yeah. Well, Ragnarok said we should send Ronaldo to Portugal before every game. Oh, did he <laughs> say that after? Yeah. Oh. Go, go home for a bit. Oh, is that what happened? He went home for a little breather? Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. it. Because I guess he had a little injury. Hip flexor. Mm. The hip flexor. So they um, say. That's their story, yeah. and they're sticking to it. Uh, another story of this game, Bruno was out with like a cold or something. He was sick. Mm-hmm. And when one of them is missing, the other one produces. I don't know why this keeps happening. I don't know why they can't play together. Maybe Fernando Santos should take some notes. They can't, yeah. They really Just, can't play together. That's, something does not click. It's their play styles, yeah. I think. It's a play styles. It could be like a bit of like an ego thing, right? There's like it was Bruno's team, and then now it's kind of Ronaldo's yeah. team. And I think also too, Bruno does this thing where he waits a really long time to pass the ball, and maybe I think Ronaldo might maybe likes it earlier. Is it faster? Yeah, he needs that fast pass, and then because Bruno will handle it, wait, look, mm-hmm. look up. Okay, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go there. So well, Paul Pogba filled the Bruno spot today, just playing behind the striker, and. He's bald now. <laughs> Did yeah. you say bald Pogba? Bald Pogba. <laughs> a shaved head. Is it a shaved head Pogba or a bald Pogba? Ah, whatever. That's shaved bald. <laughs> yeah. Shaved bald. I think even the announcer said, oh, he's missing his hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been playing well. So fuck it, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, uh, my friend Jason, he said uh, he's never been much of a fan for Paul Pogba, and he saw the only thing he has to offer is his hairstyles, and he doesn't even have that anymore. So, so that's that, gone. <laughs> so now for him, Pogba's just kind of like, well, done. Let's see if he can but, do it on the field. But according to SpongeBob, bald is a hairstyle. Bald. Shaved is a hairstyle. Shaved yeah. is a hairdo. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> With Ronaldo's goal, or all of his goals, he moves up second place in the league for goals scored. He ties with, uh, I think, Jota and Mane up there. And then he breaks the record for most official goals ever scored by a player ever in FIFA. And that record belonged to Joseph Bican. Record of 805 goals. Ronaldo now sits at 807 with well, his hat trick. That's freaking wonderful. Congratulations, yep. man. <laughs> well, <laughs> Pele still has like a thousand more fake goals. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Romario. And this guy apparently has more goals that he scored like in Russia, like behind the curtain when no one was recording them or no something. No one was watching. Oh, that uh, sucks. And it sucks now because of this whole thing that's going on in the world. They're taking away those Russian goals from him. (laughs) They don't count anymore. Those don't count anymore. Um, But yeah, this guy, he he played for Austria and then Czechoslovakia. And then apparently Bohemia, Moravia. He just played three different national teams. uh, Because, you know, borders change over time. And he scored like... 400 goals in Slavia Prague. This is too fishy, man. This stinks to me. <laughs> Wait a this is so long ago. In, 19, yeah. in 1939, there was a country called Bohemia and Moravia. Yep. I never heard of that. I don't even think it's around anymore. Hey, learned something new. He played for uh, the Red Stars there in uh, blah, Serbia. Or oh, that's a typo. Do they mean Bosnia and Herzegovina? I don't know. Well, it's Wikipedia. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There was no video cameras back then, you know? How do we know they did these? Yeah, it's not about what you know. It's about what you can prove. That's true. Well, they had pen and paper, right? Yeah. So they would record on a pen and paper, send it to the officials, and then the officials would tally them all up. I guess. Yeah. I was looking something up about this guy. So he played for Austria, because I think he was born there, but he's like probably like a Czech person. In 1934, Austria had like a really amazing national team, and then... Hitler said anyone that's born from the region of Austria that he was from has to play for Germany now. Mm. And then he just took a bunch of players and he said, you play for Germany. And they didn't do very well. And I think they murdered one guy because he did not want to play for Germany. 
Oh, that's cool. awful. Crazy mm. times. That's quite a stat. Um, Chelsea in political turmoil off the field managed to score a wonderful goal as Jorginho pings the ball to Havertz in the box and he scores a goal against Newcastle to take the lead and win one nothing. Um, yeah, Chelsea are in a weird place right now. They got to play Lille coming up this week. Abramovich's money is all locked up by uh, the UK government. Uh, team's not allowed to be sold. They're not allowed to sell any merch. Uh, they can't sell tickets to the games. The only people that can go are, are uh, season ticket holders. And they're allotted like $20,000 a game for traveling. Yeah. Like they're just on what? like a financial lock. When the hell did this happen? This, this week. This, they've like pretty much frozen everything yeah. so that the, the club cannot make money. Yeah. Because he owns it. Whoa. Yeah. It's crazy, man. They can't buy pe- players. They can't sell players. They can't do anything. I think their sponsorships are trying to walk away, too. Their shirt sponsors three, which is like a mobile company. They're yeah, the, they're that, little, that little donut they <laughs> yeah. got on there. Yeah. The Homer donut. Well, that actually improves the, the, the club, getting that giant three off their shirt. I don't mind it. Uh, They've had better sponsors. But they wore it on the weekend. I think they can't take it off. Like, you got to... It's not a sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's yeah. true. They don't have the money to print new ones without the three. <laughs> yeah, they have it. like boxes full of the ones with the three. Yeah, like, yeah. You can't take all these threes off. There's gonna be signs like, "Please, <laughs> who's it? Lukaku, give me your shirt." He's gonna be like, "This is the only one they gave me <laughs> for like the week. I don't have any more." There's of these. no extras, bro. No. <laughs> yeah, crazy times. They're not allowed to sell any. Dude, they can't even sell tickets. Only season ticket holders can go to the games. That's so fucking weird. Like yeah. even away fans can't go. Like, is that an advantage? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it just ruins the atmosphere. To be determined, I suppose. Yeah. But away fans can buy tickets to this Lille game, right? There's nothing preventing them from doing that. Is it in London? No, it's in um, it's in France. Oh, yeah. If you want to go yeah. to France, go to France. Yeah. They're not going to stop them. Uh, midweek, Wolves smash Watford 4 nothing. Three easy goals as they stomp the Hornets' spirits. Uh, Ruben Neves caps the game with a final goal in the second half when he opts for the chip. And as opposed to the stonk, which is unlike him, Watford spry young manager Roy Hodgson walks away with nothing. Walks away with a lesson. Yep. Uh, Jimenez Altonori makes an own goal happen, and then Danny Potty scores a nice longie. Yeah, the goalie tries to come out, right? And he uh, kind of finds the space, and he uses off foot, curls it in. And uh, I thought a big story was that Chiquinho came on. And yeah, he actually passed it to He Nemch. played really well, actually. I, I mean, I think I'd run with Chiquinho over Trincao for sure. Damn, Trincao, man. Getting a tough, tough season. Second tough season in a row, man. He Trin- has to go to Braga. Back to Braga. Trincao, bro. That's Trink it. Out. Back to Braga. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, Benfica will take him. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, Neto, Chiquinho, and Fabio Silva all got subbed on. And yeah, they look great. I mean, Watford was, they fucked up so bad in the first like 20 or 30 minutes and they went down three goals and there's just no coming back from that. We got to keep talking about this Neves goal, man. That was pretty sick. Yeah. I love a good chip. Pops it over the goalie. Long chip. I almost love a long chip more than a stonk because it's more embarrassing for the goalie. Definitely. Yeah. There's only a slight amount of space you can hit it for to go above the guy's arm. All right. New segment. Long chip of the week. (laughs) (laughs) when i play fifa i do a lot of long chips yeah that's my thing they're fun nevs on form again on the weekend get another win against premier league punching bag everton (laughs) goal from captain connor cody assisted by ruben nevs great ball in and great great header yeah Yeah. between him and ronaldo like those are both headers that are like fucking you watch them happen you're like holy shit that was beautiful because they have these big guys in the box too but it's like, it has to be Ruben Neves to put in the cross. Like, mm-hmm. Ponens can't cross, I guess. Fucking, who's the other guy? Trincao. No, like the winger guys. Trincao. They should be crossing it they in been, and getting these guys to head it in all the time, constantly. Well, it's like, I don't know. They've been playing a weird system of, like, two kind of strikers up there with, like, Huang, who will play wide, and then Jimenez in the middle, and then someone else. I feel like they're not a big crossing team. I feel like they just kind of work the ball into the box. And like lo- maybe low crosses and tap-ins. but Ruben Neves uh, with a with a nice one, and mm-hmm. uh, I think he I think he's got to be in the team. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think he's got to start. Neves, yeah. we're building this team as we go. Neves, Silva, Moutinho. I know you like Moutinho. No, <laughs> no, okay. yeah. I don't know. I got mine to that. I mean, it would be smart to use like you know a couple guys on the Wolves. They get all the chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Because apparently, I've heard like Central doesn't really like give those guys like a plan or a really like 
direct. Here's how I want you guys to play. Just does the Ted Lasso believe in yourself? Yeah, like go out it. there. So like, if you have enough wolves guys on the team, they can maybe figure it out out there on their own. You know. Mm. Uh, on the weekend, Liverpool dispose of Brighton Hove Albion with a goal from Luis Diaz and a spot kick from Mo Salah. Two nothing game. Uh, Luis Diaz just like forces the ball in, kind of gets clocked after it, but he scored. You got it in, baby. Yep. He's uh, he's looking good. Arsenal with a big win over Leicester. 2 nothing game as well. Tommy Party scores a goal, and Lacazette scores, I think, from the spot. Cedric gets the start. How's Cedric doing, man? Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> uh, good. Cedric's doing well. He's going to start, right? I think so. I would do it. Maybe. I don't know if you'd do it. Did Ricardo Pereira play that game? Like He did. He didn't do anything. He yeah. got bodied by Ben White. Oh, <laughs> suck it. But some beautiful goals, again. They're playing beautiful football. Mostly Odegaard. He's running the midfield there. Yeah, they're the hottest team in England right now, I think. Yeah. Oh. Liverpool got to play them on Wednesday. Ooh. And I'm little, oh, that's a good game. I'm a yeah. little bit scared. But Damn. Let's that. see if Arsenal can do it against the big boys. Mm-hmm. What's kind of crazy you want is to like, play with the big boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a game that like you're like, oh man, should I watch Champions League? Oh no, I'd no. probably watch Liverpool Arsenal. That's I'll a watch better Champions. fucking contender. No, your team's on your team's on Wednesday. Porto's playing again. Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> oh yeah, Chelsea was in. Uh, oh, oh yeah, that's that the Uve, the Uve game. Have you abandoned your what do you call it? Fanship? What do they call it? Your support? Have you abandoned your support for Chelsea yet? Um, not really. I've kind of the fans are clamoring for it. They're saying, <laughs> why is this man still supporting Chelsea? And what do you have to all? say about yeah, Abramovich? Yeah, what do you have to say for yourself? I've not fallen out with Chelsea. I still like Chelsea. I have. Fallen out more because I don't know they just they don't have Portuguese players and it's harder to follow them in general. Oh, especially especially, especially with doing the pod. But in consideration with like what's going on politically, as a Chelsea fan, I was never like I liked them because Mourinho was there and like they picked up Karajma and like Paulo Ferreira and Carvalho and Deco went there and you know for other reasons and them as a team and their coaches and the excitement. It's like I don't. I'm not thinking of that team and thinking, like, Abramovich is great. Like, I don't give a fuck who owns the team. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's a shame of everything yeah. that's going on. But I think of Chelsea as, as the Blues. Do you, do you think they're doing the right thing, uh, the league-wise and the government-wise, with, with, with that club? Like, it's tough to say. There's is this a political <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well, it's political, but it, this is also football. Yeah. I'll just say I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know I, if I don't that's know the right thing, because no one's ever done this before, so it's kind of new, right? Yeah, because, you know, there's people that grew up with Chelsea, you know, people that are older in life with, like, pre-Abramovich days, and you're like... They, you know, they didn't sign up for this. Yeah, they enjoyed the time because he brought in a shit ton of money and made them a big club. But like, yeah. like, what are they supposed to do now? I think the way it's going to go is like, how in terms of you just asked, what are they supposed to do now? They're going to get sold to some American group. The American group's going to, depending on if they're a good American group like uh, Liverpool or if they're a bad one like Arsenal. Uh, it's good. It's getting better. They're going to want their profits and they're going to want their cut of the club and they're just not going to pour money in without you know, the money coming back out to them. Yeah. So it's going to be more balanced club and it's not going to be a, uh, what do you call it? Like a Man City spending. Uh, yeah. Golf it's still going to be a big club. I think the one owner aspect of it, like with Abramovich just kind of doing whatever he wanted to do, I think helps more than, you know, the United way, the Arsenal Liverpool way, where it's like kind of spread out owners and a bunch of people have a say in what happens. Yeah. But I don't know. And it's like with all the politics things, it's like, you know, how much worse is Abramovich than fucking... The Gulf people. The, yeah, the, the people from yeah, Saudi. We, that <laughs> new, like, yeah, even those this people week, are bad they, too. They played Newcastle and like, you know, that's a shit show on both sides of ownership. Like, yeah. It's funny how that, that battle is like old money versus new money. But like the old money is only from like 2004. No, they're both old it. money, man. That's some shit. Well, uh, yeah, in that way. Money rolls over. It's better to have an owner that just one guy who wants to have fun. Yeah. That is, Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what Abramovich was. Just yeah. That was his little. That was like his little toy project. He's that's you know. Yeah. That was his little hobby. He's like, I'll buy these players. Here's the hundred million dollars. Bring Lukaku back. Yeah, this is fun. But yeah. the money. This was, isn't it like an investment. The money was like, you know, it was dirty money. Yeah, that's yeah. The thing. yeah, it was dirty money. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Um. Yeah, but you know, there's a lot of dirty money in football. FIFA yep. takes dirty money. But anyways, like we said, back to what Chris just said. 
We just wanna. We, we just, just wanna. We just wanna have fun. Um, but on more dirty money, Manchester City are stunned by Patrick Vieira's Crystal Palace. Yes. Zero zero game despite their seventy four percent possession and fourteen total shots, four on target. They dropped some points there. Yes, they did. Uh, that made my goddamn day. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> did you see in the uh, the post game, Pep? He said something. Okay, blah blah blah. Yeah, like we played bad. And he said something about the, you know, the grass wasn't like cut very evenly. <laughs> I was like, is Suck this guy it, blaming it on the grass? Dude, right they now? had so many chances. Yeah. They had so many chances. Bernardo Silva probably could have scored at least two goals. They hit the post a couple times. Yeah, they all, they looked. City looked great. They were assaulting that net, but couldn't do it. And Palace is famous for that. They've done that a couple times where they've just like railroaded big teams. They've done it a couple times to Chelsea and took away points from them. They're a different, uh, they're a different squad now with Patrick Vieira. So we got Man City in first with seventy points, Liverpool with sixty six, Chelsea fifty nine, Arsenal fifty one, Man U with fifty. And then Arsenal the have so many games in hand. Holy shit! They got a lot of games postponed. They're up right up Chelsea's ass. Yeah, Wolves down in seventh, ahead of Spurs. Good for them. Looking good, looking tight up there. See if Liverpool can do it. Only four points off. I think they will. The quadruple's still alive. Still alive. On to Italy. Roma, Roma, Roma. Squeeze a point out of Udinez after they go down in the first half from a world-class longi from Molina. It's equalized in the 94th minute by a penalty taken by Pellegrini. Sergio started and was out there taking shots. He was assaulting that net, but couldn't pop one in. Hey, that's all I can ask. Just start and take shots. Yep. Maybe one will go in someday. Never know. But uh, Mourinho's having a tough time over there. They keep drawing. I feel like they keep getting like 95th minute penalties. Yeah. Like every game. Or at least a goal in like the last in extra time. This is his first year, right? Or his second? This is his first year. First season. First year. So we'll see what happens next year. Who we can bring in and who we can get out. Yeah. We will see. Rafael Leão plays 83 minutes as AC Milan beat Empoli 1-0. Goal coming from 21-year-old French defender Pierre Kalulu. Good goal. I think it was off a corner. He slapped it right in mm-hmm. uh, off there. And uh, Real, Rafael Leão doing what we expect. Being a terror, being a menace to those defenses. Mostly dribbling, taking shots. Um, and uh, they have some daylight because uh, apparently Inter tied Torino. They tied Torino 1-1. 93rd minute tying goal from Alexis Sanchez. Keep the narratory afloat in the title race, but uh, definitely dropping. AC Milan now in first place with 63 points. Napoli right behind them, three points back. Uh, Inter in third with 59. Juve fourth, Lazio fifth, Atalanta sixth, and Roma down in seventh now. Roma's in seventh, but they could potentially get up to fifth. That's yeah. probably the best they can do is beat their crosstown rival. Ideally, and get, you know, into the Europa League, which I think that's what you want. I don't think he wants another season of the fucking Conference League. No. I was listening to this podcast, and they were saying how, like, the Conference League was a good idea at the start because it was supposed to be just all these Bodo Glimp-type teams that like from Eastern Europe and shit. Yeah. And then it was going to be that. So it's, like, teams that couldn't make you UEFA Cup. And it would be fun and see who's best out of these teams. But then because of money and other reasons, they added all the Western European teams and all the teams from the top five leagues who don't even want to be in it. And they're like, yeah, and everyone's like, well, it kind of ruins the, what the original idea was. But for money's sake, they put those teams in there. Yeah, but, but it's like mid table top five teams. But yeah. they don't really need that tournament. Like you need the seventh Dude, place team in a, in a league to take, get to make take it. it. They'll take Why it over not? nothing. Yeah, it's Europe. Why the hell not? Yeah. It's extra games. It's more money. No, I, th- I think what you're saying, though, like, if you don't have to play that tournament, then you don't have to spread yourself so thin. Yeah. And then you can just shoot for a higher spot for next year. So yeah, then, like, so some then, of these teams resent being in there, like Roma and I'm sure. And so stuff then shit, oh, yeah. from shit the top the, leagues. So then shit the bed and go home and get eliminated. If you, don't want, if you don't want to play the games. No, that's not. But these are what, professionals. Then what's the point of kiboshing the tournament? That's that's like that's the last thing you want to see. Like, why go to the tournament and then like not perform? Because you don't want to get in because it's too many games. But then who and wants you, to watch that? No one. Exactly. But, no, but so then, but why then have the, the tournament? Bo- but then there's the Bodo glimpse of the world that want to win it. So like it's everyone wants to win them. it. It's a trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you're in the tournament, you want to win the tournament because you're there. Yeah. You don't show up there, fly halfway across the world just to be like, well, guys, we're gonna lose this game. And also, professionals don't think like that. 
They're, yeah. The coach would never come out and be like, but I feel like when you, lose. I like, feel like when you get big teams from small countries and they play the mid table teams, like Roma hasn't had the easiest time in the conference league. Yeah, That's true. They're this almost is, lucky to be there. This tournament is for Roma. What are you talking about? Yeah. Dude, I'd be surprised if they won it. I think they should probably be pretty safe to win it, but they I don't think they will, to be honest. Unless no. they really turn it up. Probably not. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens in the conference league. In La Liga, Juan Felix gets into the habit of striking early and striking often. He scores in the third minute against Cadiz. The game would end 2-1 as the Atletico starts to get their shit back together again. Suck on Cadiz nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, picked the ball off the goalie. Really bad back pass, and he just uh, dribbled around it and popped it in. He pressed the goalie, and yeah, he's got to start. He's got to start. Get he's this good. guy on the field. Get him. A, give him a start against Turkey. Oh, my God. He'll make those guys look like turkeys. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Uh, Bebe scores a banger to take the lead for Real Vallecano against Big Bad Sevilla. Game ends up 1-1 when Tecatito Corona links up with Thomas Delaney for a tying goal. And, yeah, Bebe, he's on fire. Our and baby did it again. And he did. That Give baby. this guy a start. <laughs> okay. Bring yeah. Bebe to the fucking turkey game. Let's go. Uh, yeah, he kind of cut across the box. Goal, you don't really see. How, it looked like he was kind of trying to. He wasn't trying to cross it across yeah. the box, but he shot it across the box, but still went in the net. Yeah, off tight the, angle. Nice. Yeah, tight off angle, the goalie's exactly hands and probably in. Yeah. Man, he's doing it. Uh, Real Madrid, they beat Mallorca today, and they are in first place, 10 points ahead of Sevilla. Barcelona jumping up to third place. With 51 points, Atletico behind them, also 51 points. Betis in fifth, Sociedad in sixth, uh, Valencia in ninth, and then Rayo Vallecano in 13th. Tenth, you say. 13th. I think Barca won their game 4 nothing. They're uh, they're looking good. Barca's been uh, second half of the year, like, really, really hot. Yeah. And Xavi's got him going, you know? Did we ever think Xavi wasn't going to do it? Like, it seemed like he was yeah. going to get that shit together. I have, I have faith in him. I didn't have faith in the players, but then he made some moves, you know? Big moves. Big moves. So Money and moves. You need, like, I think that team was too young, and you need some veteran guys with the young guys to, like, hold it down, you know? We've mm. been preaching that since day one. Yeah. Young yeah. guy, old guy combo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. I think Traore was, like, one of the most perfect purchases, too, because he had already been at Barcelona's academy now that he's become a better player to bring him back so hungry to, like, prove himself there. Dude, if that guy can get his goals going, he could... I guess he's too old, but, like... I don't think he, he's that old. He's such a fun player to watch. Yeah. He passes hard. He shoots hard. <laughs> he's, like, aggressive. He runs fast. He's, like... You can't catch him. You yeah. Can't, you can't grab him. He's too slippery. He's, like, more... He's got to be... Up. Yeah. If he scored more, he'd be probably the best player in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's too old just because I think with age comes composure. Mm -hmm. And that composure in front of the net. And I think that's what he needs, right? Mm -hmm. So he's just not like, well, here's what I'm going to do. Hit the ball as hard as I can, even though I'm right right in front of the goalie. Mm -hmm. Pass it into the net at that point. Yeah. Because Place the goalie it. can't save it. For sure. Uh, on to the Bundesliga. Rafael Guerrero has COVID. Uh, potentially going to miss out on the call-up uh, if he's not cleared in time. Or he has maybe, time. Maybe they'll fear he's still got it. They don't want him to pass it on to the rest of the team. Uh, his Dortmund beats Armenia Bielefeld one nothing without him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll be there. Maybe he won't. Oh my god! I read same thing. Bruno, he got COVID, but he has time to oh. recover. I feel like the English announcers I was listening to just said he had like the flu or was sick. They didn't say COVID. Maybe, oh. they're, maybe they're trying to decrease. They're trying to cover it up. Yeah, they're just. I think everyone's kind of. I don't know. We we'll don't need to talk about COVID, about, yeah. but yeah, stop talking. We'll just call it the flu now. Maybe yeah. I don't know. He's we'll under see. the weather. Uh, Leipzig go down one nothing against. Gerther Firth uh, <laughs> early on, and then Andre Silva cracks uh, a Red Bull and starts turning things around in the 17th minute. They would go on to score another six goals, but Silva would only get that one. And uh, yeah, he played uh, the full 90. I need that jersey, man. <laughs> That's such a cool jersey. You like the Red Bull? Yeah, I'm going to get it. That's a Red Bull. It's a walking, it's pretty cool. it's like, a walking Red Bull advertisement. I don't even care. It looks so cool. <laughs> but you also love Red Bull. And Jaeger. Jaeger. He loves yeah. Jaeger. Jaeger oh, bombs. I, it's hard for me to turn that down. <laughs> you got to do Jaeger bombs while you wear the jersey. Yeah, that's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bayern's still in the lead. I think they tied 1-1 this week. 
Uh, Dortmund in second, six points back. Leverkusen, Leipzig, Friedberg are the top five teams. Into France, um, the best healthy Portuguese center back, Jose Font, (laughs) captains the dogs to a 0-0 shutout. So he's getting shutouts, guys. He's got it down. It's another one. <laughs> Renato has a hammy problem. Oh, that's the third hammy, guys. Dude, these hammies are contagious, yeah. man. <laughs> what? Ha- how is this happening? It's the tale of the Portuguese ham. The present. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Portuguese ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got subbed out in the 25th minute. He does not look like he's gonna make it for a Portuguese team, but we will see. Still and got some time. Neves, I guess, will take his spot. Yeah, I think so. Ideally, man, Ronaldo would have been. Uh, we needed him, especially for that second game against Italy. Yeah, that's the game. I'm or supposedly, if we get there, I mean, who knows, right? But yeah. I still would have taken him even for that one game. He's just so good. I I really rate him highly, and then he goes down. He's always had injury problems, but obviously, it's the worst possible timing. Yeah. Right? PSG take out their Champions League trauma on Bordeaux. They beat them 3-0. Mbappe, Neymar, and Paredes score. Neymar and Messi are booed throughout the game by the PSG Ultras who say they don't want their team. They don't want these celebrities that use their team. But, you know, they spent the money on them. If I was an Ultra, I guess it'd be good at the start. I'm sure the signing, they were thrilled, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not their money, right? They're turning on them. They want to go back to being a nobody. (laughs) Bring Pauletta back. Yeah, Yeah, Pauletta is their best player. Uh, Again, this one podcast I listened to, I'll I'll tell you what the name is. It's called European Nights. It's on the Men and Blazers kind of channel thing. I guess he's a journalist. He was saying about how, like, the PSG Ultras feel like they're losing their club somewhat because they were there from the beginning. They're from Saint-Germain. And then, like, you just said, a celebrity club, right? Mm. Beckham just used it to, you know, come back and forth. They said one of the things that bothered them was that when they play their home games, sometimes they will wear their alternate away jersey, like the Air Jordan one. So it just shows it's a little thing, but it kind of just shows what the club is really about. It's about, like, the selling of jerseys, the celebrity status, the yeah. popularity, the Air Jordan, yeah, it's stuff marketing. like that. It's marketing club. Yeah. Mm. So I think, you know, if you are a fan of that team, you, you lose a connection to the club a little bit when you start seeing bullshit like that, right? Yeah, it's yeah. become a business. Yeah. yeah, it's bullshit. But that's what all the big clubs are doing. And this is another point that I was thinking about with Chelsea. I don't think I, I said it, but I was thinking about it. It's like the brand is so big worldwide now, valued so high because of its reach. It's got to a point that... It won't. It can't fail. Almost. Well, yeah. And Chelsea's in. Chelsea is in London. Yeah. So that's a huge advantage for them. That's the thing. She's in Paris. Yeah. Even if Abramovich leaves or gets ousted, and you know the club falls into like a little bit of turmoil, there's such a big brand that like they'll be fine in the long run. They Mm -hmm. might have some rocky years with sanctions and you know money stuff, but. Eventually, they'll turn it around. Um, but yeah, back to France. Uh, Lyon wiped from their midweek visit to the Dragon, lose 4-2 to Rennes. So suck on that. Uh, PSG in the lead, 15 points above Marseille. Nice, Rennes, Strasbourg, Lille sit in sixth now. Slowly, slowly climbing up the table. And can they make... Honestly, they might be able to. How does it work in France? Is it like top five spots? You get something? Uh, it's three points for a win, one point for a draw, zero for a loss. Oh, <laughs> that's how they do it there? Thank you, Evan. Um, Twelve, uh, I don't know what this blue line for uh, fifth place is. That probably means Europa League. Europa yeah. League, but you have to qualify? Or no, you have to qualify for Conference League. No, it's probably straight to Europa League. They okay. don't have top four go to Champions League. No, they got two. No. Okay, so top three goes top, to Champions top, League. No, third goes to Champions qualifications. Oh, uh, okay. Fourth goes to Europa, and fifth is Europa qualification. Uh, other news, I got nothing. Uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, he's in uh, he's in bad shape. Yeah, he's not looking too good. Yeah, yeah. critical condition. Rest in peace to him. My favorite wrestler. Well, he hasn't rested yet. Kind of sad. Well, it's, he's about to. Okay. They're going to go that uh, way. So sad news there. Uh, my Halloween costume, my inspiration for my mullet. Uh, guy, give a shout out to that. Yep. I was also going to say. Now you got to keep that mullet for another year. I will for next he Halloween. He's going to anyways. I was going to say, the new colorway on the EPL ball looks so much better than the old one. Mm-hmm. Remember we said the old one looks like puke? Yeah. Now it looks like just a white and, and pink striped ball or spotted ball. I think that looks so great. Yeah, I like it. All right. I like the Champions League ball. That it's like it's got the stars are white, but then everything else is all that mixed yeah. bag of colors. 
Oh, that's kind of. I like the old classic Champions League one where it was just blue stars yeah. all over it. They're just getting more yeah. funky. Just with bring the stars. that back. Yeah. yeah, one of my friends owned that ball, and I was always jealous. I was like, man, we're gonna go play. I was like, bring the ball. Bring I the ball. I want to see the ball. Yeah. The Champions League ball, yeah. man. Once again, Canada tickets sell out in the pre-sale. Oh. So <laughs> fuck you, Voyagers, dude. I why don't they sell like? 30% in the pre-sale? How do you sell the entire stadium in pre-sale? It fucking... Uh, it, they give them all the tickets, yeah. It blows my mind. I don't know. Patrick said something uh, about... People were saying that uh, the Voyagers deserve to have first dibs and they deserve to have all the tickets because they've been watching this team for way longer than we have and they've watched the shittiest teams we've ever seen. Yeah, but how many of these people can pay $20 to join the Voyagers Club, buy tickets and resell them for triple the price? Yeah, you could have easily done that. It's why, not hard. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, you could have done that. <laughs> I could have done that also, but I don't know. I, I just assume that why would you have a pre-sale for any event and sell the entire venue? <laughs> it yeah. makes no sense. It makes zero sense. How do you sell an entire venue in a pre-sale? Maybe they were doing it for the reason I said. They wanted to give them all to Voyagers. I don't know. Chris is in the indus- the ticket-selling industry. Oh, what do you think? I'm not in the ticket-selling industry. <laughs> <laughs> I have no control over that. I think it's malarkey. Okay. Moving and on. That's your chump of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Canada Soccer or Ticketmaster, whoever's running this fucking shenanigans, your chump of the week. Let's make it. Let's Canada Soccer's doing okay right now. They didn't really do anything to us. Let's make it Ticketmaster. Let's say Ticketmaster. They're, those guys are crooks. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Stock of the week, we got Ronaldo and we got uh, Janvier from Guimarães. I'm giving it to Ronaldo. I like, like Janvier. I like the Janvier one better because of the way they tee it up, they, the little pass and play. But sometimes, you know, status is everything. And sometimes the bigger guy, he just, you know, Janvier, you got to do it like three more times. Sorry. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I just like the way that the Ronaldo ball, like, hung there in the air for a minute. And it was just, look- like, so out of reach. It was so perfectly placed. I was like, Lloris couldn't get it, no yeah. matter yeah. what. No and matter you know what. what else? And that's a top-class keeper, too. I was just going to say, Janvier did it in fucking uh, Madeira against Maritimo with his jabroni keeper. Ronaldo did it in the Premier League against Spurs with uh, Lloris in net, so... Hey, Maritimo's like fifth, sixth place, man. They're they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a. Uh, won, has won a World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes I a difference. Say, I will say that was obviously my favorite goal of Ronaldo's of the day, but on par with that was that third one, that header. That man, was great. That header. was yeah. so yeah. nice. And he it makes headers look so one, good. I know he's the best header of the ball I've ever seen in my life, and and it was the winner. Well, he took the lead. Then his team gave up the lead. He tied it, and then he took the lead again. Yeah. So, and then he and then he got subbed off. So, if they had fucked it up after that, it's like you know yeah, what? That's out not of on hands. me. That's out of my hands. Yeah. Rested him for Atletico. So we'll we'll see what happens with him in Atletico. Yeah. So stunk of the week. I don't know. We'll give it to Ronaldo. We'll have. To, I think it's a big sue on that one. Sue. <laughs> uh, Joao Wonder fifty five. I mean, hat trick hero. Well, yeah. Sue. Once again, Ronaldo. I think that yeah, it's an easy decision. People write it with the I. Like yeah. that's revisionist history. Like it's seen, seen. Like he's saying yes, no. Yeah. You watch that first original video. He says Sue up on the stage. He there. just says it out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, he just he goes up on the stage. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the sound what? did this guy just make? What is One of the funniest Ronaldo clips. <laughs> <That> was. <laughs> and then he, it, but it's, he goes deadpan to that to back to deadpan again. It was like mm. an outburst. It was like a Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> Came out of nowhere. He was possessed. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats, Ronaldo. You get another one. Uh, I'll let you guys know. Follow us. At Joel underscore wonder on Twitter, on Instagram at the Portugal Corner. Questions or comments, email us at theportugalcorner at gmail.com. Join us on the Real Fever app for Portuguese League Fantasy. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. That would be helpful. Y'all got anything else? Yeah, this one's for the fans too. If uh, keep talking shit to us too, we like that. Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah we like that. Fuel. It's good fuel. Yeah. We like a good fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us something to talk about. <laughs> We'll take it on. Yeah. Oh, and also any yeah, any comments, critiques, something that you think would improve the podcast, 
yeah. we're happy to take uh, any ideas. Yeah, no, yeah, actually, no. don't be too mean. Like, <laughs> no, no, nothing uh, personal or anything no, about like, my family or anything. <laughs> yeah, or like my voice, because like I know it's pretty high. I've been trying to smoke cigarettes like way more, so I can like kind of really deepen cool. it down. Yeah, Drink get whiskey, get a much cooler voice. What you want, like a husky voice? Yeah, Stallone. Yeah, you're talking about soccer over here. Yeah, like a radio voice. The cigar smoke and the brandy. Yeah, I don't know. Anything's like, are you guys sick of hearing about the Bundesliga? I mean, we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> or if you want to keep hearing updates about Andre Silva. Or you want us to talk about TFC? Lucas McNaughton started. Yeah, McNaughton got to start. Yeah. Right. He did well. Anyway, that's our boy. Uh, it's been a tasty week. We'll, uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, we out this bitch. Take care. Bye-bye.